Hello, lovely listeners. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Absolutely Podcast. We are still getting used to the microphones. We just recorded like five minutes of an episode before realizing that I did not turn the microphone on. So here we are. We're back with an episode. We're keeping it real with everybody. Um, today we're going to talk about anxiety. And I'm actually here with my roommate, Haley, who I've talked about in a couple of the other episodes. Um, She's an amazing person. She's one of my best friends. And I'm so excited to have her on today to talk about anxiety um, with all our listeners. So Haley, can you give us a little quick introduction to who you are? Yes. So yeah, I'm Kira's roommate. Um, So much more than that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Kira and I met freshman year, you know, like first semester, first week of school. Um, We were like, you know, typical first semester of freshman year friends where you like are like, oh, these are the people I'm going to meet. Story, sorry. Um, And and then, you know, you just meet other people. And so we kind of just drifted apart. We'd still like be friendly with each other when we saw each other. Um, But then, you know, I transferred out of St. Mary's, COVID happened, and then we reconnected at bars, if you will. Um, and the Starbucks drive-thru. Yes, and the Starbucks drive-thru. First and foremost. Yes. Um, and had a lot of drunk conversations about, do you need a roommate? Because I need a roommate. And here we are one year later of living together. And I'd say it's going swimmingly. <laughs> it's going so well. I took the door off my room because I just want to be around you all the time. <laughs> no, my door broke. And so... <laughs> Now I'm just no, no privacy, but I feel like when your mom, I mean, this never happened to me, but if your parent ever like threatened to take the door off of the hinges, I feel like that. I'm like, did I lose my door privileges? Yeah. My parents did not do that, but no. I know people who had that happen to them. Um, I relate to them right now. Just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm super excited to have Haley here. We go out a lot together because we're roommates. We come home a lot together and usually we come up together (laughs) and in the morning if I'm feeling you know weird or whatever about the night before she's the one that kind of gets all that because she's I just go lay in her bed and I'm like Haley what happened so today we're talking about anxiety and what we want to hit on in this episode is just remembering that most people the next morning after drinking have anxiety. So you're not alone in the way that you're feeling. And we're going to talk about some tips for when you're struggling with anxiety and how to not be so hard on yourself. And then we're going to share some of our anxiety stories, um, aka some of our embarrassing moments out at the bars. And uh, I have, with the blessing of my friends, we're going to share some of their stories Just to remind you that what you did the night before most likely was just silly and it's most likely been done before and you shouldn't waste your energy or your time worrying about what you did because most likely it wasn't worth the energy of spending time worrying about it. But so many of us do. So many of us beat ourselves up over what happened the night before. So we're going to jump right on into the episode. Haley, can you define anxiety for us and maybe how you feel after a long night of drinking um, the next morning? Yeah. So I personally think, I don't know. I mean, I'm, it's a pretty shared common feeling um, that anxiety is just sort of like you're waking up after a night out. The hangover is probably already hit. You know, you've got the headache. 
you've got like Advil at your bedside table. Um, and you're kind of just trying to like put the pieces together of the night before. And maybe there's things that you don't even remember, which can really add to that anxious feeling. Um, and sort of like maybe an insecurity of like your actions. And then, you know, you get really hard on yourself for the things you've done as if they're these like outlandish things, but they're really just pretty common. Like, you know, you can see it on any normal night out. Um, but I think we're all just pretty hard on ourselves after a night of drinking. So yeah, that's usually my experience with anxiety. Yeah. Oh, fun. Um, so if you do, like, let's say you wake up the next morning, we went to, I don't know where we went, probably somewhere, to, probably, I don't want to, <laughs> <laughs> probably, let's say, we're, we've been, we haven't been going out as much lately, but yeah, let's say last fall, we had a night, we went, first we went to Silver Clouds, then we went to Westwood, then we went to Comic Club, then we went to Blue Light, and the next thing you know, the night is blending together, and you wake up the next morning, and you just like you're feeling so nervous about what you did you don't you remember most of it but you start to psychoanalyze or overanalyze every single thing that you did every single person you talked to um can you just kind of talk about like how you feel when you wake up and maybe you've done something that you're feeling anxious about or maybe why you feel that way yeah um yeah i think like when i wake up in the morning i am just like i don't even want to think about my actions. I'm so embarrassed. You know, we, you and I usually have like a debrief of, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. Like I was so drunk. I dropped my drink. Like I fell over as if it is the end of the world. And it's hard to kind of tell yourself that it really doesn't matter. But the truth at the end of the day is that like no one's really watching you. Yeah. It's pretty typical behavior. Yeah. Like when you've had maybe a few too many. Um, not condoning blacking out, but you know, it does happen to, it happens to everyone. You know, you've yeah. got to be reminded of your limits every now and then. Yeah. To that point too, I think we are, we are our own worst critics. So when we do something wrong or we feel like we made a mistake, we're so hard on ourselves. And I think that this is just something that, you know, we feel when we go out, we wake up the next morning and no matter what you did, you could have had a chill night. You could have had maybe one or two drinks. You could have gotten really drunk. I feel like no matter what, after a night of drinking, I'm just always so worried about what I did or what other people think that I did. And I'm worried if I said something or if I, you know, was a little too, I was dancing a little too much or if I, you know, I don't even know. There's so many things that I think we beat ourselves up over that in the grand scheme of things are silly. And instead of kind of moving on and just saying we did this, it happened, it was a fun night. Maybe next time I won't drink as much. We spend the whole day, at least I've done it, where I've cried about what I've done. I'm so nervous. I'm afraid to talk to people. I'm convinced that everyone hates me. I feel like I embarrass myself. No one's going to want to talk to me again. And that's such it's such a hard feeling because we feel really isolated in that, that we made everyone upset at us or that, you know, it's a very unique feeling. Like, I'm just such an embarrassment. When in reality... Everyone is so concerned with what they did the night before. Everyone's trying to piece, you know, their own puzzle together. And if they're talking about, I mean, it's one thing to joke with your friends about what you did, but if people are talking about what you did in a negative way, like they're probably aren't really your friends and you shouldn't worry about what they think at all. And also not everyone's going to like you. So <laughs> exactly. And I think that 
like personally, I also like off the topic of not everyone's going to like you is something that is like my main point of anxiety is feeling like on a night out, I need to be this like cool girl that has, she's cool, calm and collected. She's graceful, like has her little tequila soda in her hand and like barely sips it throughout the night. It's like, so that's just not how it goes every single time, you know? Like I have dropped many drinks. I've spilled many drinks on many people. I've taken some very hard falls. Um, and it truly happens to like everyone drops their drink. Have you seen the floor of a bar? It yeah. is the most disgusting thing to set your eyes on. Um, so yeah, I think it's like nobody's perfect these things happen to everyone. And again, if people are judging you for dropping your drink or if someone is so mad at you for spilling your drink on them, there's bigger things in life to worry about than that. (laughs) Truthfully. Um, Yeah. yeah. What you were saying there too. I mean, I assume most people experience anxiety. I don't, I, because I'm with you most of the time, you're who I talk to about it, but you just kind of made a connection like, to what it's like to be a woman who suffers anxiety. Can you just talk a little bit more about that or how you feel like balancing the pressures of being what you said, put together, dainty, you know, not sloppy at all. And maybe how you feel if you don't fit that every time you go out. Yeah. I think especially going out, like as a woman in your twenties, you know, you think that there's this like mold that you have to fit. Like makeup is perfect. Hair is perfect. Um, little black dress. (laughs) Exactly. You know, a little leather jacket. Um, And I think the second sort of, at least for me personally, like that, that image starts to slip. Like I can feel myself maybe getting a little bit sloppier. I'm like, oh no, people are looking at me. People are judging me. I'm being annoying. I think my biggest fear is that people think I'm annoying on a night out. And it's like, everyone's annoying. You know, you're not the only annoying drunk girl in the bar. There's dozens of them anyway and annoying drunk men (laughs) exactly not just women yeah so i think it's just hard to maybe not hard i think it's difficult to like watch this sort of character that you put on or like at least i've definitely noticed myself trying to do that like slip and it's you know just own it. If you have to go pull trig in a nasty bathroom and you come out and your mascara is running a little bit, wipe that mascara right off and get back out there and grab another drink because the night is not over. Um, and that's okay. Yeah. It's okay to not... Yeah, everyone has those nights where they just get a little sloppy and... Yeah. No one is looking at you and staring at you yeah. and judging you. At least the people in your life that matter aren't doing yeah. that. No, I think I think something too. Yeah, it's it's the people that matter. Maybe there are people who are judging you, but if they are, <laughs> fuck them. And I think something that Haley's <laughs> drinking water and she just like scooted out of the out of the thing so the microphone wouldn't pick it up. Um, I think something that. I don't know, maybe has shaped at least my experience with feeling judged, especially after a night out, is going to a really small college where everyone fed in a lot to what people did the night before. People talked about it. It felt very 
clicky and and gossipy and I mean I fed into that too so I can't really <laughs> criticize but I think and sometimes it was worse than other times and you would maybe come in from a night out and you would go to Oliver because we only had one Oliver Hall which is our dining hall we only had one dining hall at St. Mary's you would walk in with your best friend or whatever and you'd walk down the middle row to go get your omelet all you want is your omelet and your bagel to cure your hangover and the entire sports team is just sitting there and their heads all turn as you walk down the hall. And in the moment when you're 19 or 20, 21, <laughs> when you are 21, <laughs> when you <laughs> like, oh God. But when you're young and you're just starting to drink and you're maybe having a couple nights out that you're getting a little too drunk or doing something, it's so I think scary and shaping that you have so many people who are caring about it and talking about it and to just, yeah, especially have it be like men who, I don't know, just having it be men who are talking about it, especially if it's someone you kissed or if you just, you know, did something. I think that that just really gets in your head. At least I think it got in mine. And I just internalized that after every night out, people were talking about what I was doing and people you know, it was something that people cared about and judged me for and were, were, had something to say about it. And I think now being in the city and just kind of realizing, like, I have this huge friend group, I think, again, and that's part of why I wanted to do this episode is just on a morning out, I go in Haley's room and we FaceTime our girls, our, like our girls friend group in the city and every one of us just runs through everything we did. And we just laugh because it's like, okay, we all did stupid things last night. And I don't even remember what Haley did because I'm so worried about what I did. Or, you know, we're just cracking up at the things that we did. Like, it's so funny and you're able to kind of laugh at yourself and remember that in the grand scheme of things, most likely what you did is not a big deal. And so I think, yeah, that's part of why we wanted to talk about this is just because we're so hard on ourselves. But in reality, like, if they care, they don't matter. No offense. But if they really care and are talking about what you did, then they're probably not people that you need in your life. And, you know, at the end of the day, like nothing you did most likely is that bad. So <laughs> exactly. There's a very slim chance that anything you did actually was like hurtful towards someone. And if that is the case, then I do think there is, that is the appropriate time to own up to it. Yeah. Although drinking is not an excuse it could be a reason, like an added reasoning to your actions, but it is not an excuse for them. So I do think it's important to remember that like, oh, if you do maybe say some hurtful things, like you've got to own up to it. Yeah, um, absolutely. But again, like falling over and scraping your knee isn't yeah. cause for an apology. It's something to just laugh at with your friends the next morning and brush off and yeah. go out the next weekend like it never happened. Yeah. And just think, I mean, when we go out, everyone is just doing stupid things. And everyone the next morning is like, why did I do that? Okay, because we're 23. Exactly. It's and entertainment, truly. It is. It's funny. It's actually funny. Most of the time. I'm like, <laughs> again, like Haley said, you know, if you're doing something that's dangerous or hurtful or, you know, there's lines. Everybody has lines. I'm not condoning bad behavior because you're drinking. We're talking about the little things that you do that you beat yourself up over the whole next day for when in the grand scheme of things, it's not grand scheme of things. It's not worth it. So just want to be clear. We're not condoning <laughs> like cheating on your <laughs> partner or spreading malicious lies about your friends. Um, anyways, 
Um, yeah. Okay, so moving on. Haley, let's say we kind of talked about why we're doing this episode, but let's say I come to your room Saturday morning or yesterday after <laughs> this weekend because I think I did this. I come in your room and I'm like, Haley, I'm just so embarrassed about what I did last night. I'm worried that everyone's talking about it. I'm just... I don't know exactly what I did or what I said. I remember most of it, but it's a little hazy and I'm just so worried that people are talking about it. I mean, what do, like what would you say to your friend? Or what would you say to yourself, I guess? But it's easier, I think, yeah. if you think about it being a friend. I don't know. I think, you know, it's just the sort of reminder that everyone does these things when, you know, they've had a sloppy night, you know. It's like people forget about it by Sunday morning, by the next yeah. weekend. It's a fresh start, you know. Um, it's really nothing to like beat yourself up over, I think. And also, you know, obviously the hangover just does not help because yeah. you're physically not feeling great. So then mentally you are just down the drain as well. Um, so I honestly think it's just like important to rest and shake it off. You know, it happens to everyone you know, if I'm comforting someone, I'll probably bring up something embarrassing I did because no shame. Like we all do weird things on a night out. Um, and yeah, it's just like, again, like the people that care about you will laugh it off with you and forget about it within 12 hours. You know, it's just, it's nothing to hold against yourself or beat yourself up over. I, yeah. yeah. No, that's great. I think that's perfect. And I think just in general, like it's not the end of the world and be kind to yourself. We're so hard on ourselves. And I mean, at the end of the day, okay, maybe you kissed a boy <laughs> you shouldn't have kissed or, you know, you took one too many tequila shots or you spilled your drink or whatever. So, you know, we're all just trying to figure it out. Nobody's put together 100% of the time and we all do these things. And then the next morning we're like, oh my God. So with that, I think, should we move into sharing I think <laughs> some it's of our time. stories? Okay. The moment that you've all been waiting for. So <laughs> if you're time. feeling, let's, let's set the scene. You're listening to this episode and you're just so, you're feeling down. You did something a little silly this weekend and you just, you're beating yourself up over it. All right. I'm like, I'll share mine. Okay, top one that comes to head of embarrassing things that I've done the night out. Um, at St. Mary's, probably the most embarrassing one was like this party that happened freshman year in Sebastopol. If you're listening to this and you know what I'm talking about. Oh my God. I got, I got super drunk. I fell into the lake. I broke my glasses I think I like professed my love for an old sneaky link and then I slept like in my friend's backseat of the car and like rolled out halfway in the middle of the night. I think I like fell out of the car <laughs> on the next morning dealing with the fact that I'd broken my glasses, dealing with the hangover, dealing with worrying about the guy that I drunkenly talked to. If he was telling people what I said, I was so nervous about it. And let me tell you, no one cares. No one cares. It was funny for a little bit. And like, I guess it's funny now. It was not funny at the time. Yes. It's funny now, but I'm telling you this story because 
That is like a real true raw awful awful story of something that I did when I was drunk and looking back on it it's funny now. So if you're going through something and you're like wow that's really bad Kira I hope you feel better <laughs> about what you did this weekend. Okay Haley can you share yours so I don't feel yes, so alone? Yeah well one where I was I feel like I'll just like share two um two little short ones. One where I I was like quite sloppy and it did really sit with me for a while was um, a previous St. Patty's Day. We had gone, Kira and I, we were just, everyone in our friend group had gone home and Kira and I, except for maybe like two people, Kira and I were taking a tour of the town. We were just the energy that we had. Um, And I left Kira being like, I'm going to take myself home because I am too drunk. And then I exit the bar and see someone I know. And something in my mind was like, nope, you are going to keep drinking. So we go to a different bar, a very nice establishment, I would say. People are Balboa. Balboa, if you want. Name drop. Put you on blast. And we go to Balboa. There's people like enjoying a nice civilized dinner. There's people dressed up, enjoying a nice drink at the bar. I am in a trashy St. Patty's Day outfit with temporary tattoos on my face. Um, <laughs> and we are just taking a couple more shots, you know, to end out the night easy. And I just end up in the bathroom for about 45 minutes. And yeah, Someone, a waiter had to confirm that I was still in there and I was dragged out of the restaurant and driven home where my good friend stuck his fingers down my throat to help me throw up. And yeah, and that was truly a bonding moment, probably. Um, I've seen this person maybe five times in my life and... We live to see another day. We live to tell the tale. And that's exactly what I'm doing. Um, And then I'd say my second one (laughs) is just a silly little sidebar. Is that just one night, one random night, I was feeling funny. And I texted a man, you up at 8.30 p.m. And then went, oh, fully Ubered to his apartment. And got in his bed fully clothed and did not have sex. Which is fine. But I think... Fully clothed, really, um, hits home, really just seals it for me. So those are my two, the two that really stick out. Thank you for sharing, Haley. And let me tell you, I've never, except maybe once or twice, made fun of her for those those things. We laugh about it. We laugh about it. It's out of love. It is. It's out of love. And it's funny because neither of those things that you did were bad enough or that you need to apologize for. It's like... It's character building. Exactly. It's character building. It's for the plot. It's for the plot. Um, another thing that I did that was funny, I'll share one more and then we'll share some other stories. Uh, when I first moved to the city, I, I ran into an ex and somehow, like, I don't know, it was just a lot. Sometimes when you see an ex, you're like, I don't know, feelings come back. <laughs> met like somehow told him to come to this bar we had been drinking all day not him and i but me and me and i think Haley told him to come to this bar got pretty drunk don't really remember what i said i think he like i think i thought that he rejected me but i 
don't even think I was like even talking to him, got so nervous and felt so judged by nothing, literally nothing even happened, ran to my friend's apartment who lived about a block away, tried to break into her apartment building, got stuck in the doors, like in the hallway between the garage and the doors to the actual floors because they had keys and I didn't know where I was. Haley had to come find me, like drag me out. This was right when we started living together and I thought she was going to actually break our lease and move out. But, and then the next day I was so upset about what I'd done. I was so embarrassed. I cried and I had texted him being like, oh my God, I'm so sorry if I did anything embarrassing. And he was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. And you didn't even do anything. Like, I literally don't, I don't even think we talked. So I wasted all this energy being so upset at myself, crying, being so worried that other people were talking about me. Other people were judging me. And in reality, no one cared. No one even knew. And that's just another reminder that probably no one cares what you're doing. (laughs) You probably didn't even do anything and you're just convincing yourself that. That's a good point. All right, Haley, will you do the honors and share some of our, some of, some of the stories given to us by our friends? Yeah, I will start out with, start out with a good friend of ours. Um, a couple of a little while back, this was we St. Patty's Day too. Was this St. Yes. Patty's Day? Oh, many things happened on St. Patty's Day, I guess. Okay. Um, yeah. So St. Patrick's Day, our entire friend group had a very large party, hence me blacking out in a restaurant. Um, and our friend, you know, had been drinking a little bit and <laughs> her ex or a man in her life, a sneaky link, um, hadn't texted her back in six hours. And that, when you are drunk, is awful. Like, just end of the world. So she took it upon herself to DM the um, TikTok influencer Tinks, if you will, if anyone's familiar with Tinks, in response to a picture. I can't even get through it. In response to a picture... Swiped up on his, on Tinks's story of her sushi hand crab roll, and was like, "Tinks, help! <laughs> My boyfriend and I got in a huge fight. It's been six hours, and he won't call me back." Turns out his phone had died. Like he did not block her. His phone was just dead, and then in the morning everything was fine. Yes, but it was the funniest. And the paragraph, the novel that was sent it via was, Instagram DM. It's the response was, to the like hand, hand crab yes. roll. It's so it's, funny. You know, people need advice sometimes, yeah. and they will do anything to seek it. So yes. Oh, that's a good one. Um, another one of our friends shared. Uh, cornered her ex in a bar and then went home with him. <laughs> Another one, someone said, Another time a bouncer yelled at me and then they started sobbing and then kissed someone from their high school and then they threw up everywhere. <laughs> um, another friend showed up to a man's house on hallucinogenics. Um, <laughs> and another friend um, broke their ankle at a music festival and I. Will say, I feel like, yes, there's like, it's a pretty embarrassing time, but I know so many people that have broken their ankles on a night out and it just, you know, 
You keep moving. You you show up yeah. to the bar the next weekend on crutches. You get a couple free shots. As long shots. as you're safe. Yes. As long as you're safe yes. and like everything's okay. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> it's a you know classic <laughs> broken ankle <laughs> on a night out. Classic move. Um, a friend of mine got really drunk on the night that we were celebrating her birthday and cried. And then her boyfriend, who wasn't really her boyfriend, broke up with her on her actual birthday because he thought that the day we went out was her birthday. Um, (laughs) another friend texted a boy uh three times in three weeks and he never responded which strong (laughs) persevere (laughs) persevere we we rise above um you know i think the texting is a classic you know a classic thing to get embarrassed about yeah Pro tip, delete the text the next morning. Never happened. Out of sight, out of mind. Yes. No evidence. Yes. Because what are they going to do? Men are not going to like screenshot it and send it to their friends. Most likely. Um, (laughs) Please don't do that. Um, Shitty men will. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you vibe. You own up to it if you have to. You say, you know Uh what? Yeah. That was, I don't even know who that was. Who sent that text? Wasn't me. (laughs) That was not me. And life goes on. Sorry, my friend and took my phone. And if he doesn't phone. text you back, then he's not worth worrying about at all exactly. anyways. It's like in middle school when you're like, my friend took my phone. Yes. I swear. <laughs> I didn't text you who you like. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, another one. One of my friends faked being really drunk so that she didn't have to hook up with someone because she didn't want to and she didn't know how to tell him she didn't want to. And then as she was walking to another guy's house, the first guy like saw her. <laughs> They made eye contact and she was like, oh my God, that one was bad. That one was tricky. Um, another one, sleeping with a man solely because he was British. And then the next morning being like, ooh, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have done that. You know, respectable choice in the moment. I can see why there's some hesitations maybe the next morning. But you know what? We have to do what we have to do. Everyone deserves... Have a little fun, especially someone with someone with an accent. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, anything for that. But those are just some stories of our friends and us being fully honest about things that we've done when we were really drunk or maybe not even that drunk. <laughs> maybe no, just, just feeling a, funny exactly. in a silly, goofy mood. It's okay to be a comedian every once in a while, you know? Yeah, someone's got to do it. Exactly. Got to entertain your friends. <laughs> you do. Someone has <laughs> to do it. Um, so yeah, with that, you know, again, just with anxiety and that feeling the next morning, really worrying about what you did the night before, just remember that most people have this, you know, Haley and I both have it. Our friends have it. And just remember that you're not alone. Most people feel this way. Most people probably are not caring about what you're doing from the night before. If they are, they're not worth it. And again, some, just some tips for when you're struggling, Haley mentioned like, just be kind to yourself and remember that it's not the end of the world. You're your and own worst critic. Yeah. Sorry. No. Um, yeah, you're your own worst critic. There's no reason to sort of harp on these like silly little mundane things that we do when we're drunk. You know, if you're not being hurtful or making dumb decisions, you know, actual dumb decisions yeah. that can put you in a dangerous situation, then, you know, laugh about it move on tell the story to your friends and you move on see you next weekend same time same place same time same place 
So with that, we hope that you got a little giggle out of our (laughs) drunken stories. If you're feeling some type of way and really beating yourself up about it, remember, (laughs) I'm like someone in our friend group has probably done it before. And don't be so hard on yourself. Have some grace. And remember that, you know, this one little thing you did doesn't define you. And it's not really worth worrying about and spending any energy on. Exactly. Exactly. So with that, I think we're going to sign off, but we hope you enjoyed hanging out. I'm excited to debut Haley on the pod. (laughs) Thank you for having me. It was fun to pass some stories around. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me.